This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And, uh, well, we are uh, on the... uh, Edge of New Year's Eve here, right? And this is our last show of the week, folks. Our last show of the right. week, and well, Ben Roethlisberger gave us a little something to talk about today. Absolutely, uh, <laughs> I don't think we'll be able to listen to that by the sounds of things. Just my hunch at the moment, but check it out. You can find it out there. We can still react to I can it. Hold my phone up to the mic here, and we can <laughs> right. play it back. We're still learning the, the the ways of the land here a little bit, but. Um, yeah, I mean, big news. We have a lot to cram into three segments here today. I yeah, mean, we sure do. Uh, Roethlisberger saying today that he doesn't talk in definites, but it sure appears that this is going to be his last home regular season game. Now, right. he couched at his home regular season game because if the Steelers win their final two games, they play the Browns on Monday night. Right. Oh, by the way, they've won 19 consecutive Monday Night Monday Home Games. Right. Not a coincidence, by Not the way. Not a coincidence, yeah. yeah. That goes back to 1992, that dates back to. I, I've covered the team for 28 years. My first year was 1993. Okay. So I've one never seen the Steelers lose a home game on Monday night. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's one of the amazing, more amazing streaks in the league or sports in general. Yeah. Because usually Monday nighters aren't. You're playing the good Jags teams. The yeah. come to town. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> playing oh, we got good, the Jets this week. Yeah, yeah right, you're playing yeah. good football teams. So he said, you know, if we win these final two games, obviously they would also then need the Bengals, Bengals to lose, one, to lose right? their both their games. Oh, right. Okay. They would need to lose both both uh, games remaining um, to win the division. To win the division, and well, thus host another game. If you look at it, the Bengals are five point underdogs at home this week against the Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs. I think that's gonna be a really good game. Then they play the Browns next week. Correct. The Browns beat them forty one sixteen in Cincinnati. Correct. I mean, I guess what you don't want. Of course, you want the Steelers to beat the Browns, but you don't want the Browns to just say, "Ah, eh, we're See, out. I don't think that they will. I w- wouldn't think in a division game either. They got stuff to work on. Yeah, you and, know? you know, I think that they would, you know, you're not going to want to lay down for the team that you think, well, these guys think they're pretty good. Right, because the Browns were kind of in that shoe, you know, right. in that, that mold last year. You know, and everyone's going to be talking up the Bengals this offseason. Because then, the, yeah, the Bengals will be the favorite. Right, yeah. right, right. So, yeah, you're not going to lay down in that game. No. I mean, we're really getting ahead of ourselves. I mean, we've got to talk about the game on Absolutely. Monday first. But maybe you'd sit Mayfield if he's fighting 10 different things that like I think he is. a bad thing. <laughs> but honestly, I'm not sure that really hurts your chances of winning the game yeah. either. You know? But anyways, back to yeah, Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. Uh, That's the story of the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, he, he said that, you know, he's he's uh, this is probably it for him. Um, you know, and, you know, I think there it, it's – he he's not made. He doesn't want any big announcements. He doesn't. He didn't want to make a big announcement. He doesn't mm-hmm. make it, want to make a big deal about it. He just wants to go out and win the last two games. Right. No, I, th- I think he handled it really well. Uh, by all accounts, he's inviting a bunch of players back, and he took his family on the road for Christmas. Something he doesn't do. Um, I remember like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's farewell tour. The people are giving him huge rocking yeah, chairs right. at every stop and things like motorcycles. That. And, yeah, and, right. Know. I mean, it's not that extreme. The but Steelers want to give Ben Roethlisberger too. a nice going away present. Win these last two games. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, That's the present that you want. Now that may not be enough to, even then to get you in, but at least you go out on a winning note. Yeah, without question, a good taste in your mouth, especially in front of the home crowd. Monday Night Football, everyone in the world watching. I'm sure the the national. Uh, TV situation will be really showing off Ben's career. You know, I mean, uh, uh, last time that everyone in the world will be watching him, you know, glued in on one single game, unless they get the playoffs. 
Um, I did a fun video today, as often do for Steelers Live, and you can find it on Steelers.com, but I was with Wolf and um, Labs, and Labs was kind of, I don't want to say goading Wolf, but really pushing him, <laughs> you know, if this was your last game, would you ever let Ben t- get touched? You know what I mean? Were you dragging Miles Garrett down no matter what? I mean, are you going to, is rule number one in the O-line room that that guy doesn't even, hair on his head doesn't get touched in this game? And Wolf's like... I kind of did that with Bradshaw way back when. And yeah. our O-line coach said, in this game, guys, I don't care how many flags come out. That guy's not getting hit ever. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I could see that kind of mentality. You know? Yeah. You know, Ray Ray, for the Gipper, you know, Ray Ray McLeod uh, talked today to the media, um, and that was one of the, his statements. Like, you know, we just want to go out and, and, and play, uh, let it all hang out for mm-hmm. that guy. Uh, because he's meant so much to the organization. He's like, I, you know, I just, he's only been with him for a couple of years. He's like, but I grew up watching this guy. I say, this old team's so young. If they were fans when they were kids, they watched Ben. Yeah. You know, let me ask you this, Matt. So a lot of the stuff that you see, all the, and this happens all the time. Every time I write something about Ben Roethlisberger, possible retirement, all that stuff, you hear, well, the Steelers wasted his, his, his career. They wasted his career. That bothers me to know that. Here's the list of players, quarterbacks, mm-hmm. who have won more than two Super Bowls. In the history of the in world. In the history of the game. More championships, actually. Not even Super oh, okay, Bowls. Okay. This is this, this is straight-out I mean, championships. Is, yeah, yeah, okay. More than two. Brady, obviously. Certainly. Bart Starr, Sid Luckman, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Otto Graham, Johnny Unitas, Len Dawson, and Troy Aikman. That's it. Wow. <laughs> So correct me if I'm that's, wrong. That's in a what eighty five years or however long the NFL's been right. around. That's how many guys have won more than two. I, I correct me if I'm wrong though, but since Bradshaw, it's only Aikman and Brady, Montana and Montana. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, was, I knew I was skipping one in there. Okay. Yeah. I mean that's how rare it is in a modern era. I mean, I almost don't count the 50s and things. I mean, I know that. There were championships handed out, but there were also eight teams. There was eight teams. No no one's stealing autogram or Jim Brown off your team in free agency. Sid Luckman, you know. Sid Luckman won championships in 40, 41, 43, and 46. Mm -hmm. That's during the World War II. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's great and all, and I have respect for those guys. But different world at that time. I mean, I guess you you definitely count Star because he won the first two as well as ones before that. But that just shows how unbelievably rare that is. And um, I was on Stan's show today, and we were. He, he asked me who would rather have Bradshaw or Ben, and I didn't have a great answer. But I mean, we kind of just were talking about the difference in the eras, and you've brought this up many times about look at all the interceptions Bradshaw threw. And my point is, even the seventies were such a different game than it is now. Completely different. You know, I mean, it's almost night and day. I mean, comparing Bradshaw and Ben to me is almost impossible. I mean, it, it really I, I is. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, I mean, I I think I did the stat a couple of years ago that, that Terry Bradshaw in his career averaged as many passes per game as Roethlisberger averages completing in a game over the course wow. of his career. That certainly adds up. And the interceptions are bonkers. I mean, yeah. the TD interception ratio back then was like one to one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's bad. So it is. It is just a, it's a different game. The way yeah. the game is played, the way the game is officiated. Uh, quarterbacks is, are protected more. Quarterbacks too. are protected right, right, more. Right. You're not allowed to touch the receivers. That mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, at the same time, you know, free agency. Right. Right. It's you know, hard it's, to have it's a, a thing. I mean, I'm, the Steelers of the '70s would I I can almost guarantee would not have won four Super Bowls. In free agency, because after that 75, after they won their second one, mm-hmm. you know, they went a few years without winning one. That team would have been decimated by. Oh, without question. I mean, 
that amazing draft class they had would all became free agents at the same year. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> right, like, should we take good luck keeping them? Yeah, you know? good luck keeping them all. <laughs> right. I mean, you got to pay them. Different world. Again, the powerhouses back then could stay powerhouses. Yeah. And I'm sure that wasn't fun for the crap-ass teams of the world back then, you know. <laughs> so that's why they've made these changes. But it's harder to stay on top, you know. I it mean, really it, is. There's no doubt about that. You know, I was, somebody asked me the other day, uh, they, they went through, here's how many uh, Hall of Famers Chuck Knoll drafted, and Bill Cowher had these ones. Mm-hmm. Um, how many guys do you th- how many Hall of Fame players do you think Mike Tomlin has drafted? And really, it's about this, it's the same number as, as Cowher. Okay. There's more teams. There's more teams, right. There's less rounds in the draft with which to work. You know, Donnie Shell doesn't count. Yeah. You know, nowadays. And oh, by the right. way, you know, there's nobody, you know, you're not sneaking John Stallworth's film That's out, what of, I was gonna out say. of North, you know, right. Alabama A&T. With all respect to those teams back then and the amazing work they did and Bill Nunn and all that stuff. We know that. But there's less secrets now. There's the there's no secrets there's now. There's no secrets now. If I there's mean, a quarterback at, at well, look, look at the kid out of uh, out, out of like Malik uh, Willis or one of these Wisconsin guys. Whitewater last oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah, Minerts. Minerts. The center, yeah. You know, he gets invited to the Senior Bowl and no. just blows up. And he was just a an afterthought invitation to the Senior Bowl, but he right. blew up. He ends up being a third round draft pick. And twenty years ago, he's going to the Packers and they're sneaking him on their practice squad. Yeah, but, you know, well, no he's right down the road. Yeah, him. right. Or maybe two teams know about him. There weren't draft services. You know, teams can pretend like they don't pay attention to that stuff. They pay attention to that stuff because it's a great resource. Why yeah. not grab Dane Brugler's guide and read it? You oh, know, there's I mean, this right. guy. We haven't seen anything of him. Let's get some film. Yeah. And that, it's all available. You don't even have to leave your office. You don't have to leave your office. You can do call it. film on. A good on, scouting job. This right. is what we do. Mm-hmm. We sit and right, we right, watch right, right. film. Okay, I'll look at the kid's YouTube video. Right. Because they all make them. And we don't know the <laughs> medicals and we don't get to sit yeah. down with them and all that stuff. We wouldn't do as good of a, a job as a team would. Absolutely not. But, but it, we'd do better than we would have 40 years ago. Absolutely, because <laughs> you, you wouldn't have I mean? any of that. Right, you couldn't exactly. do that. You can't. Yeah, we'd it's be the not, worst in the league over and over and over yeah, four years ago. Right. You'd, you'd be the Cincinnati Bengals drafting out of the street in Smiths. That's the thing I was going to mention too. Is they would get <laughs> sit there with a with a let's stop at Rite Aid and get a magazine. Who's the All American team? Oh, this kid, like, take, take him. him. Right, right, yeah. right. And the teams like the Steelers are outmaneuvering them. Yeah, the times have changed. Obviously, um, I mentioned on the stand show today. It was like two years ago. I forget who I was writing for. Asked me to do who are your top ten quarterbacks of all time, you know? And I didn't put Bradshaw or Ben in the top ten, but they were on the just miss list. There was five just misses, so they were ten to fifteen ish, you know. And I kind of avoided it because I didn't want to pick one or the other. But like a lot of the guys I've, that are on there that are contemporaries, only Brady's really the ones that has more wins. And Montana, you know, Super Bowl wins yeah. to your original point. It's well, just so hard. And if you look at, and of course Brady's. Messes things up for this generation. That's like, the thing. Like you know, I, I wrote about that today on, on, you know, before Brady, the standard for quarterbacks in the postseason mm-hmm. was Joe Montana. Without question. You know how many playoff wins Joe Montana had? No. 16. Wow. Okay. He was 16 and 7 in his career in the postseason. Wow. Which is an amazing record for postseason. Roethlisberger's 13 and 9. Okay. So tell me again, the only guys who have more playoff wins than I was, saying, how, I was wondering how many have more than 13 wins. He's got 30. Uh, Brady's got 34. Montana with 16. Bradshaw with 14. Elway with 14. Manning with 14. But Manning is 14 and 13 in the postseason. Yeah, he lost a lot. Right, right. And then it's Roethlisberger and Brett Favre with 13 wins each. And Favre was 13 and 11. And those are the best quarterbacks ever. You just ever. Mentioned. There's not an anomaly there. It's not like ah, he wasn't. So that great. spare me the Steelers wasted Ben Roethlisberger's I know. I know. career. The example I like to use because they played at the same time is 
I think all of our listeners would probably concede that Rodgers and Breeze had better NFL careers than Ben. I think Breeze you could fight just because he played in the Dome and he had some. I wonder what Ben would have done there. Yeah. I don't think you can fight Rodgers. They each have one ring. You know, Rodgers is eleven and nine. Okay. In, in, the, in his postseason more to come, career, probably, probably, you know, but no he's he's getting breeze. he's getting near the end. Right, he's not going to get you know. Is he going to more? You know, is he, right. is he, he's not going to catch Montana. No, right, right, right. With sixteen, he's got eleven now. He would have right. he would need th- probably three more postseason mm-hmm. runs to. And this applies to Ben's career, but all of them. If you get a bye, that's one less chance to. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean. If Drew Brees nine and nine in his postseason career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder how many all those guys, but including Ben. I'm sure it didn't happen Brady much, but I mean at least got a bye, so didn't play in week one of the of the of the, of the tournament. You win your home game, and then you lose the AFC or NFC championship. That's a pretty damn good year for a quarterback. Right. You made the final, final four, four, yeah, and you end up one and one in the postseason. Right, you know, like you didn't help well, your record. Put it this at all. way: Jim Kelly made four Super Bowls. Right, his career playoff records nine and eight. Wow. He made it to four Super Bowls, so he right. got at least eight so there's wins. There's four losses in the yeah. Super Bowls, but he only got it nine wins eight, to get him there. at least eight wins to get him there in those exactly. years. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. You did the math quicker than me. Four <laughs> times two wasn't that hard, Matt. But I should, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and again, nobody wants to hear this, but if it wasn't for Brady— We'd have a handful more Super Bowls to sprinkle around to the world. And Without Brady deserves them all. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's also a tough era to win them in, you know, where the 80s and 90s, it wasn't dominated that much by one guy, you know, which makes him all the greater. But, you know, I, to say you wasted it makes me crazy. Like, I got an argument with some people, and this one makes me crazy, is I forget who tweeted, someone local here. The Pirates and Steelers won a playoff game the last the same year and that's their most recent playoff win. I'm like, are you serious? I mean first of all, the play the, the Pirates won a play in game essentially. To get in the playoffs. Yeah. Because it's a it's a game that didn't even exist. Yeah. And, a and winning a hockey or playoff or baseball game isn't like winning a one and done football game for one thing. And please don't even lump those two organizations in the same breath because <laughs> one of them has been in the, let's just say the 2000s, one of them has been a top three, maybe number two organization in the league behind New England. One of them is, I don't know enough about baseball, but has to be a bottom three. Or, yeah. I mean, it has to Put be. it this way. The Steelers have not had a losing season mm-hmm. since 2003. Right, right. They've had, I believe, five losing seasons in the last, like, 50 years. That's amazing. Yeah, or forty nine years, I think it is. Yeah, forty nine years and five losing seasons. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, can we point to some playoff failures lately? Sure, no, without question. Sure, I mean, without question. I mean, I'm not excusing those things. I mean, I, I think there's some games that they should have won, could have won, you know, and they haven't. And that's that's what is the great thing about the NFL, though, mm-hmm. is that it's a one and done game. Right, right. Each game is is a really the Super Bowl unto itself. Yeah, only, you know, you could have the best team in the world, but if yeah. you don't, if you're not at your best on that day, or if the other team mm-hmm. plays its best game, or is a bad matchup, you're going home. Yeah, and this isn't 20, a, this isn't a seven game series where okay, the better team typically wins over the course of a seven game oh, series. Yeah, you get a bad day or a bad pitch, you run into a tough tough pitcher or a tough goalie, you can't beat one night and you lose. You know, I mean, the the, the NFL is the same way, which brings us back to Monday because the playoffs start now. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, now it really is one and done. I mean, there's been a lot of talk of this is must win, this is must win. They weren't must win. They were, I'd really like to win. Be a good, good idea to win. <laughs> sure yeah. It would be helpful, but now it's must win. You yeah. Know? So you're one and done now Monday night. Right. You know? And you wonder how a team like Cincinnati handles that. Oh, absolutely. It's never been in that situation right. before. I mean, I mean they're, they're going to get beaten by the, the Kansas City Chiefs. I would imagine. You know, I, I think it, I'm really excited to see how that game goes. Yeah. I, It's not a Burrow thing. It's more of a, a Taylor thing against Andy Reid, who's won 22 games in a row in you know, November and December. There's right. an art to getting <laughs> into the playoffs and knowing how to win this time of year. And the Steelers have figured that part out. I mean, they've been masters of that, too. Yeah. So it's, you know. I don't know. I, it, it's interesting, and we'll see, you know, what happens in the aftermath mm-hmm. of it all. Um, that's for the off season, and of course, you can tune in here, and we'll talk about all the sure. all that off season stuff. But but Ben's just had a remarkable career. If you want to, he's a Hall of Famer. If we want to have conversations, the first ballot Hall of yeah. Famer. I mean, we can have we can have conversations all day long about who's the prettiest girl at the beauty pageant. If you like Marino better or Elway better, okay, but they're the elite of the elite that have ever played this position. Ever, you know, and he's in that conversation. It's remarkable. Yeah, I just enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be shocked if, if uh, you know, Steeler fans aren't out in mass for that game Monday night. Right, the I Steelers, bet there's a million uh, seven yeah. jerseys. Yeah. I mean, you could. I, I, I didn't look. I should have looked to see what the uh, resale price was on tickets for yeah, the game. Yeah, that's a good point. I imagine it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, it's a good indicator. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, the economy will tell us. Yeah, things will shoot up there, but. Uh, yeah, enjoy it for what it is. Um, you know, it, it, they don't come around often. I mean, it was no, it, it right. was twenty plus years between Bradshaw's final game and Roethlisberger's first game. Mm-hmm. And, and you hope you don't have that similar. Stretch, the Steelers you know? still had some good teams in between there, and they made a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with Neil O'Donnell. But for most teams, you know, everybody talks about the Rodgers, uh, Favre, Rodgers. That's and, what I'm saying. You know, Montana Young, Monk, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, Dimaggio Mantle, like those things are rare. That's why. That's why you can rattle them off. You know, pretty, there's four of them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's most of the rare, time, yeah. it's you know, so and so and Jamarcus Russell. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> or no offense to Tommy Maddox, you know, Elway and Maddox and things like that, yeah. and then look searching and searching until you can you know go get another. Or even you know, frankly, Manning Luck. Only works because Manning bad year in between. There them. was a, the worst year in the league over yeah. there, and they happened to have the worst year in the league when a good prospect was coming out. You know, and the Steel, quite frankly, the Steelers don't ever put themselves in that situation. Top pick first, you know, right? They pick first. They yeah, haven't right. done that since nineteen what seventy one, seventy seventy one, whatever it was. Right. I mean, they like, don't pick in the top ten. Right. Yeah. Most years, right. I, they've picked in the top ten by finish by what they've earned. The Bush thing one time. Out. And it was Ben. Did I've covered Or no, them. it was Burris. It was right, right. Yeah. One time since I've covered them. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. You know. And there's 32 teams. Right. I mean, that's only the bottom third of the league. That's not the, you know, the bottom I mean, 10%. you got to really stink to get that far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that's the misconception about tanking and stuff, too. It's hard to get the first overall pick. I mean, those guys are going to go out there and try. You gotta, yeah, you got to go out and lose a lot. I mean, we looked at Houston and thought, they don't have any <laughs> NFL players. Well, they're beating teams. Yeah, you, right. You know, I mean, it's, you're not going to go 0-17. Easily, yeah. You know. So it's it's interesting. Um, we'll see what happens here. But uh, kudos to Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, um, so. You know, I've covered his entire career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's always, he's always been uh, pretty gracious with me and, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate uh, all that. And. He deserves to go out on his own accord, yeah. and he's getting that opportunity. I mentioned this on Stan, too, just because some of our listeners are young. You know, we're getting up in age, you know. I mean, my, I always see that with my son, who's 15. 
and knows a lot about football for a fifteen year old. You know, and those guys don't remember what a phenom Ben was. Oh, I, I wrote about today, <laughs> you know, like Josh first, Allen, like you the know? first training camp. Watching, uh, we're out of St. Vincent College. It's the first practice. Mark Whipple, who was the quarterbacks coach at the time, okay. just getting, was yeah, the yeah. pitch uh, offensive coordinator this year. He has Roethlisberger after practice, and they're going through this quarterback drill where Roethlisberger's sprinting to his right and then throwing the ball, you know, twenty yards to the to the sideline mm-hmm. on, a, on a line, and then he sprints to his left and squares his shoulders and does does the same thing. And he's doing this at full speed, and I'm like. And he's a big dude. He's a big dude. That's the thing. Yeah, and I'm he's standing there watching yeah. this from like five yards away as he's as he's making these throws. I'm like, wow, <laughs> wow. I haven't seen anything like that before. Right. You right. Know? Absolutely. They don't come around very often. Yeah. You know? Greg Cosell talks about it a lot. It's like he's one of the best throwers of the football that's ever lived. Yeah. He really is. I mean, it's easy for him. Last five years aren't the same guy as the fifth year version of Roethlisberger. Just physically. I mean, he oh, was just a. Phenom, so talent. gifted, right, shaking, yeah. shaking that guy off. And right. How hard he was I, to bring I asked, down. I actually yeah. asked Joe Hayden about that earlier in the week. I said, "What made that?" I said, "We always hear from the 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 front seven guys about okay, well ben, Ben's tough because yeah, sure, he, sure. you know, he's tough to get down." He goes, "So the throws that he made, like while he was doing that kind of stuff, right? You know, you, he said there were times early in my career they would have the 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 Browns would have Hayden match up on Antonio Brown, right? right okay, yeah, they yeah. would have him shadow. He's, I'd have great coverage. In the balls, too. In the balls. I, I, great coverage, and he still completes the pass. And you're just like, what yeah. do you do? There's yeah. nothing you can do. The best do. quarterbacks are indefensible. Yeah. I mean, they put the ball Let alone when you yeah. put him with a great receiver. Yeah, <laughs> I know, by the way, you got to run around with AB all day. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, kid. <laughs> uh, but anyways, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.